This is the Stripped Down Podcast with Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, and Bravo reality TV star, Allie Levine. Join in with her weekly as Allie dishes on all things motherhood, the real, the raw, and everything in between. Buckle up, it's about to get real. Here's Allie. Hi loves, welcome back to Stripped Down with Allie Levine. I'm your host and I'm so excited for today because, well, first off, I'm recording. It's Friday. Yay. And I have a very dear friend and new mama, new-ish mama, her baby girl, Lizzie's eight months, um, on the line with me today. We have become very close in our own mom, mom tribe just from social media and navigating different things together. And so, of course, once I got this podcast rolling, I told her, you have to come on and be a guest. So Erica from Bring Your Own Kombucha Podcast. Hi, babe. Hi. Thank you so much for that kind introduction. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, you know I adore you. And it's so funny because I was thinking back to when we were texting about this like months ago and kept debating, am I going to do it? Am I not going to do it? Am I going to go for it? Am I not going to go for it? And like I told you, I was like, if I do it, you have to be a guest. And you're like, no, definitely. And you were encouraging me when I was like really torn and stuck in my own way and right of like starting this. So thank you for being such a support. Absolutely. And something that's really funny is um, I was on your other podcast exactly one year ago yesterday. Stop it. That is so weird. I literally just got chills. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. And like I said, we're both, you know, we're both like new, new mamas ish. You're a little bit more new than me. Um, but you know, we've both been in this like crazy whirlwind and I just wanted you to come on and like talk about mom life, you know, and talk about you because you do have this amazingly successful podcast. You know, you work all the time, you know, you are an amazing mama, you know, great wife. You've got so much going on. So I just wanted you to come on and like, you know, let's just talk about like mom life. Like how, crazy is it that Lizzie is eight months, Amelia is 14 months, and like somehow we've come out on the other side. It's wild. It's funny when you call me a new mom and you call yourself new mom, because are we ever really not new moms? I mean, they're always going through, I mean, the kids are always going through new phases and growing and we're encountering new things with them. So I feel like we are always going to feel like new moms. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like you'll always be essentially, you know, reborn, but at the same time, it's like, it's just so interesting. Cause I, it's true. Like I'll say new mom and then I'll like, look at myself and I'll go, well, am I a new mom? Cause now she's 14 months, but I guess I'm still a new mom because I'm still navigating this. Like, it's just, it's just so crazy. And then there's like moms who've been doing it for a while and they're like, Oh, they're, you know, in their mind, they're seasoned mamas. Like they've got this down on lock, you know? So it's like, I don't know. I'm so like, I'm always looking at my situation and I'm like, some days I feel like I've got this and other days I'm like, oh, it's like a total shit show and I have no idea what's going on. Absolutely. I feel like every time I think I have it, like something else is thrown my way and I'm like, oh, just kidding. Right. And the universe is like, oh, get yourself in check. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, you've had your podcast now, Bring Your Own Kombucha for how long? Um, Just over a year and a half now. So exciting. Congrats. That's amazing. Thank you. And so, you know, having this podcast that you have and everything, can you tell, you know, my listeners a little bit that those that don't know you that are going to go check you out, can you tell them a little bit about your podcast and just give a little bit of like history behind your podcast? Absolutely. So I initially started with my blog two and a half years ago. 
um, me and my husband decided we wanted to start trying to have babies. And I just wanted to make sure my body was in like the healthiest state it could possibly be. So I started integrating new ways to be healthy and drinking kombucha and working out more and buying organic, you know, the whole 10 yards. And um, from there, I just kept getting introduced to more and more people in the wellness industry. And I felt like the best way to disseminate the health and wellness information was to jump on a podcast and really get that um, authentic conversation out there and ask questions. And I just feel like personally, um, it's a more enjoyable medium. Not everybody has time to read a blog, but everybody has time when they're sitting in the car to listen to a podcast and kind of get some self-development. So I really started the podcast with that in mind. And here I am a year and a half later, I have probably 125 episodes now. That's amazing. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely been a lot juggling. Um, you know, when I was pregnant, it wasn't really a problem. But now that we have Lizzie here, it's a little bit more complicated. Like you, I'm like, either breastfeeding her or, you know, trying to entertain her while I'm um, interviewing people. So it's definitely gotten a little bit more challenging, but it's still just as enjoyable. Of course, I know, isn't it like, and then it's like, I feel like because you said Lizzie's crawling now. So it's like, I feel like as they go into, you know, different like stages, it gets like so wild. Like now Amelia's walking and it's so much fun, but it is so exhausting because all I do is chase her because all she wants to do is legit, you know, um, like run or not run, but she's walking really quickly. Like I feel like in the next couple weeks she'll probably run. She's really testing now, like going from that like weird <laughs> zombie drunken walk to like really getting her stamina and like her feet going. And now she's starting to like test the idea of running. And then she of course falls every two seconds. And I'm not a, you know me, I'm not a helicopter mom. Like it's not my style. So I feel like I kind of just like let her do that. And then I like make sure she's okay when she falls over. But I'm like, Oh gosh, running is coming any day now. It's about to get even crazier. Oh, totally. And they're like gone are the days where you just sit them down and they sit there with a toy. Right. Just, Don't like, you miss that? You're like, anymore. well, I used to get emails done when I would put you on the floor. Just kidding. Like I literally am like texting from my phone and, you know, emailing from my phone. Like I get onto my computer at night when she's asleep and like in the early mornings, if I even get my butt out of bed, like sometimes I the alarm will go off and I'm really still asleep. And I'm like, I should get up and do work. And I'm like, oh, but I really want to stay in bed. And I'm so guilty that so many times now I just freaking stay in bed. Sometimes you need, just need it. Like that's how you have to prioritize. I feel the same way about working out. Like there's so many days where I have like this extra hour and I'm like, you know what? I need to just go lay down because I need to nap more than I need to work out right now. And yeah, like, I feel you. Well, I mean, listen, you're working sleep. out. Like, that's good. I haven't worked out. I mean, I've done, I did your workout thing when you did like the challenge, you know, with your um, social media, oh, yeah, Bailey your, Brown. your blog and everything. Yeah. What was that? Bailey Brown. Yes. Bailey Brown. She was amazing. Um, clearly I have mom brain, but Bailey Brown was amazing. And like, I loved doing the exercises with you and like the group of moms. I've been terrible. Like I've actually thought about that. And I told Justin, I've even said this to my other friends, like I have not like really truly worked out like consistently in like probably six months and it's horrible. And every time I try to get back in the swing, I just don't, I'm like tired and I take a nap or I'm stay in bed in the morning because I'm tired. Like I just can't find the time. And it's like, 
I know I need to get better about balancing like work, but like right now I finally feel like I'm working a lot again. And so my energy and focus other than Amelia is like getting my work done. 100%. That's your priorities. You have to work and you have to take care of your daughter. And, you know, the whole working out thing the thing is same for me. Uh, it's just on the back burner. I mean, if I can get it in, I get it in, but it's just not a priority right now as much as we want it to be. Yeah, I know. It's like, well, so what would you say? Because you definitely work out more than me and you are like a wellness guru and all that. And you're so good about that. I'm trying to be more mindful and be better about it. What would you say are like some tips for balancing and like what you do since you do get to work out a little bit more than like I would say me and a lot of other moms? So my first thing is, um, so I sit at a desk all day. So when I get home, I need to be up and moving around. So every single night I take Lizzie on like a 45 minute walk. And fortunately my neighborhood is kind of like hilly and, um, you know, I have like hiking by my house. So Without a doubt, every single day, 45 minutes of movement, just because I sit at a desk all day. And right. um, it might be a little bit different once they go part-time because I feel like I'll be chasing her around the house all day. Um, <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> yeah. But right now, I definitely, um, the walking, and then also, I used to love going to hot yoga. Like, that was my favorite thing in the whole entire world. I loved going, you know, getting into a studio, getting in there early, relaxing. Um, but that's just not possible right now. So I either do Billy Brown. Um, she has free YouTube videos or I'll do Sarah Beth yoga. She has like 15 minute videos, which are phenomenal. I still feel like I did something. It's enough to like make a difference, but um, not too long because, you know, I'm a working mom. And when I get home, um, I want to hang out with my daughter, but I also feel like I was in home all day. So I should be a little bit of that mom guilt. Um, so right. I know we like all have mom guilt real thing. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I can justify 15 to 30 minutes, but anything more than that, I just can't justify right now. No, um, I get that. I and mean, listen, the fact that you're still like doing that though, 15, 20 minutes, that's great. That's what I have to get in my own head. Like it's only 15 to 20 minutes. Like everything else will be okay. But I just get into this like tailspin where I'm like, Oh no, but I have to answer this for work. And like, even like right now, like I'm podcasting and I'm seeing emails coming in and I'm like, calm it down, Allie. Like, you'll just get back to them. But I know Amelia's going to get up from her nap after we get off. And I'm like, Oh, well, I'll get to the emails later. You know? So it's like finding that balance. And honestly, I still haven't found it. Like, I definitely feel like I have gotten better and I've gotten through the waves, but like, I just have not found it. Do you feel like you found a balance? Uh, I wouldn't say that I found a balance, but I definitely, if I find like holes in my day or pockets of time, um, I definitely try and fit it in, especially because my husband's were, um, staying at home with my daughter right now while he's on paternity leave. But even when he was working, um, if, you know, I gave him, you know, his 15, 20 minutes when he got home after work, but then I was like, you are at work all day. I'm stepping out for a moment for 45 minutes, I'm going to go for a run, um, go to a yoga class or whatever it may be, just because, um, you know, you need that for yourself. I can't be a good mom if I am stressed out and tired and I've been like lethargic all day and I'm not moving. Um, and it's so cheesy because you hear mom say that and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then once you actually like get that workout in and get those endorphins, you're like, okay, now I get it. Like it really does make me happy and a better mom. 
Yeah. And I think that's a really good point that you said about like being a good like space for yourself and like being in a good place to be a good mom. Because even like last night I went and got my nails done and I was like having guilt that like I hired a nanny to get my nails done. And I'm like, really? I couldn't wait till the weekend for like Justin, you know, cause Justin works all day, you know, full time job as a production accountant. He's gone for most of the hours of the day. When he gets home, it's like late evening. And so usually it doesn't work out in the schedule for me to be, like have much time in the evening. And so I was like, you know what? Amelia's been teething really bad. It's been a really heavy week. I've been exhausted. I just need to get my nails done. And I had so much mom guilt. But then after I ended up like staying out and I called Justin, he said Amelia was fine. I went and met up and got a drink with my girlfriend, like had dinner, like got to kind of be on my own. I came home and I was like, wow, I'm like such a better mom when I allow myself to go and do those things and like reset my own brain and get that time by myself, whether it be working out or getting your nails or whatever you're doing. It's like, it's so important as moms to be able to get back to you because like, I've had this conversation with you off of the podcast, but like, I truly felt like I lost myself after I had Amelia and I felt like, wow, what the frick am I going to do with myself and my life and my job and everything else? Because I have no idea how I'm going to get to the next day. And I've obviously gotten way better from that, but I still have moments where I'm like, is it okay if I got my nails done? Is it okay if I like want to go out for a few hours? Like, and I appreciate you saying that you also have that like mom guilt. It's like such a real thing. It's such a real thing. I feel it every single time I go out and do something without her. Even if I just run to the grocery store and my husband's watching her, I'm like, should I have brought her? Like, you know, yep. when you go grocery shopping, I mean, let's be real, I've been so lazy lately that I've been having it delivered to my house. But <laughs> when I do that, <laughs> I'm like, it, you know, it takes twice as long and then she's eating the handlebar and it's just like, um, it's just so much easier if I can run out and do it myself. But even then, I get mom guilt about that. So I that totally resonates with me. And I feel like we always just have to, like, check ourselves. And, you know, we are good moms, even if we do things without our kids. Right. And you, like, exactly have to check yourself and, like, be like, I am a good mom. And, like, it is okay. And, it, I mean, it, it is so true. So for you, like, when you are, like, finding this balance and, you know, figuring out, like, how to manage that mom guilt and everything – what are some things you kind of do to check in with yourself? I think that when I start feeling guilty, I try and think of um, how I spend my time with Lizzie. So like I said, I work all day. So I make sure that when I'm home with her, I'm super present. And that's what makes me a good mom, in my opinion. So I'll put my phone away and I'm not going to be staring at my phone when I'm sitting on the floor playing with her. Or I make sure, you know, we go for our walk and I'm talking and singing to her during our walk. Um, and things like that help me, you know, bring me back down. I'm like, you know what? I might be going to get my nails done or running to a store by myself, but I know that I just spent the past two hours singing and dancing and playing with her. and you know, that's okay. And I actually hate when people say this, but I think we also have to remind ourselves that, you know, they're not going to look back 20 years from now and be like, oh, my mom always ran to the store without me. Or my mom always went and got her nails done. They're not going to care. They're going to remember the good stuff. Like, oh my gosh, my mom always used to sing The Little Mermaid with me or, you know, whatever it may be. 
Um, totally. And I love that you said that because it's so true. Like they're not going to give a flying F if you went and got your nails done or you like went and had fun with your friends or you decided to work out. Like they're actually going to look at us and go, wow, look at all the things my mom did when I was so little and she continued to do and she was fierce and she made it happen. That's what they're going to see. That's what they're going to look into and go, wow, this is so amazing that she did all these things. And that's how I push myself through it. I keep telling myself when I get mom guilt or when I get down, I'm like, Amelia is going to be amazed by all the things I accomplished in the first year of her life. She's going to be like, what you launched a podcast? Like, you know, like all these things that you get to tell them, you know, like when, you know, when they're grown about like what was happening when, you know, they were itty bitty, like that's amazing. And so on that note, you just launched a freaking book which hashtag mom goals, like kudos to you, babe. Like, I don't even know how you had the time, but can you tell us about this amazing book that just launched? Isn't it on Amazon now? It is. So we have a paperback and the Kindle version on Amazon. And so a little bit about the book. I'm actually a full-time attorney and blogging is kind of just like my side hustle. Um, But I'm obviously super passionate about it. and I love doing it. It's so much fun. So I decided to combine my passion on blogging with my legal background, and the book is called Blog. Um, Perfect name for it. (laughs) Yes. And I actually teamed up with my friend KJ Blattenbauer. She is a PR guru. She's been doing PR for 20 plus years. Um, And we wrote a legal and PR basics guide for bloggers and influencers. And it actually applies to brands as well. Um, And literally we go through everything from starting your blog to trademarking it to copyright information to what happens if somebody um, you know stealing your pictures on Instagram or if you want to reach out to brands or you know we even touch on like how much you should be um, charging brands or starting off with we really tried to cover you know the basics um, for bloggers and influencers and yeah that sounds like so helpful because like when I first navigated the space I was like um well is it gifting is it a charge like what is it and like then of course as you grow and you know things change and you know your engagement and all these things and you see that you know your worth and everything but it's like you don't even know where to start so that's amazing that you kind of give it like a I can't wait because I know you told me you sent me mine I can't wait to read it and I think it's amazing that you give, thank like, you thank you of like a rundown of like you know, Hey, here's like how you navigate this. And here's how it would start with blogging. And here's how, if you were an influencer, like that's amazing. So what kind of made you, I think I kind of know the answer to this, but what kind of made you want to write this book and how long did it take you? Like, when did this all happen? Like, I'm so impressed. This book just came out and Lizzie's eight months. Oh my gosh. Well, this book has been in the works for probably over a year and a half, like before Lizzie was even born. Uh, me and KJ started writing it and we were just going back and forth and um, we, we were both a little bit of perfectionists and then I was super pregnant and you know how that goes like <laughs> I'm tired and um, I just didn't have a lot of space to consume myself with it so finally two months ago we were like all right that's it like we put so much hard work and so much energy and so much research and resources into this book we're gonna pull together and we went the Amazon self-publishing route, which was super easy. Amazing. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. But I think what made me really push myself to write the book was I feel like there's just a lot of unknown answers. And there's not 
um, you know, there's not like blogger attorneys or even like beyond that, like when you're a blogger, you don't know how much you should be investing in your website or if you should be buying products to promote them or if you should be getting them for free. There's just not a lot of guidance out there. And I was definitely um, confused and unsure when I first started out. Um, and I just kind of relied on like some legal and PR tactics that I had under my belt, from, you know, my experience um, outside of blogging. So, you know, I, once I started really blogging and picking it up, um, I realized that there was definitely a need and the space for it. Yeah, no, I was going to say, honestly, like I've seen like random little like classes online. Honestly, sometimes you don't even know like what they are or I'll get like, you know, pitched by all these like people. I don't know who they are and they'll send me like, Oh, you know, you want to start making money on Instagram, but it's like such a gimmick. Like you're like, okay, well, is this like legit or not legit? And then I've done a couple courses where like, I felt like I spent a decent amount of money and they really didn't do much for me. So I love that you're like doing this book. That's like really, you know, breaking it down. And also that it comes from someone like you, because like you said, you are a full-time attorney and then the blogging and all that is your side hustle. And you've recently kind of started doing some influencer stuff because I've been seeing some of the posts you've been doing. And so it's like really cool that, you know, you're getting to kind of take that personal experience and put it into a book to help others to be able to like navigate this new space. Absolutely. And it was so much fun writing it. And I actually have a journalism and PR background. Oh, I didn't even know that, but that makes a lot of sense. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it kind of just all fell in place together. It just made sense to go ahead and do it. Yeah, so you just like literally it was kind of like everyone wanting to do this, and then you guys just decided like, hey, we'll just go for it? Yeah, I mean, I love writing. That's like my passion. I think um, once I shift to part-time, once I shift to being a part-time attorney, I definitely want to fit in more time to write. Um, but yeah, it just like all three worlds just kind of coincided and just made sense. That's amazing. Good for you. So they can get it on Amazon, right? Correct. And will you say the name of your book again? Sure. It's Blog and Order. Kind of the play on Law and Order. Yes. Playing off that. I love it. Blog and Order. And of course, the link and everything will be in the show notes. But so right now, it's just exclusively on Amazon, right? Correct. It's on Amazon. And then we also have a Kindle version on Amazon. Kindle version. Okay. Amazing. And how long did it take you to take the book? He's like two, two and a half years. Yeah, probably around two years. We started it, um, like I said, before Lucy was even born, while I was pregnant. Um, And then once we submitted it to Amazon, uh, they have an editor review it and just make sure that, um, you know, like the spacing and the margins and some of the details within the book are accurate. And that also took probably about two months to finally push through Amazon. And then after that, they approve it within a week and it's printed on um, demand. So you don't have to, you know, pay for the books in advance or anything like that. As soon as somebody orders it, it's created and printed and sent out to them. That's so cool. That's amazing. Congrats. I'm so excited for you and proud of you. Like, I think that's just like, that's like next level, like seriously, like mom goals. You should be so proud of yourself. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, So, okay, so the book you've got going on, you just said you're going to be going part-time, which I'm very excited for you with everything. So you're working more on your blog and different things, Um, of course, while being a mama to Lizzie. What else is going on? Uh, You know, I 
really want to work on a second book, I'd probably sound like a friggin' nut. So right now, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm working full-time as an attorney. I'm blogging. I'm podcasting. Obviously, I'm a mama and a wife. Um, but shifting this summer, I'm going to be going part-time and um, kind of pulling back in the attorney work a little bit just so I could be home more with Elizabeth because I feel like, um, you know, the babies are only young ones, so I really just want to be home with her and I feel like that's the most important job to me. Um, yeah, oh, I totally, I totally get that, Mama. Like every mom, you know, different, obviously, but I totally feel for you because I thought right after I had Amelia, well, first off, obviously my C-section, everything put me out of commission, but besides that, in my mind, it was like I was going to have her and I was going to go right back to work, right back on set and like just figure it out, take her sometimes, leave her sometimes. And then when I had to like go style my first gig, I was a wreck like I was crying on set I was emotional like I was a wreck my clients were like what is wrong with you and I did not realize that like I wanted to be home with her and I wanted to be you know in that space to watch her grow and even though there are days where being home all the time and working full-time from home and everything can be exhausting and draining and all the emotions I still look at my situation and go, I'm so grateful that I even have this opportunity. I'm able to do my influencer work for the most part from home. I'm able to podcast from home for the most part, like able to blog, I'm able to do this. Like I'm so thankful that I'm able to do all those things so that I can be with her and just watch everything happen because it's just like so magical and it's so short. Like at that just he's already eight months and crawling. Amelia's 14 months and walking. It's like, we were just talking about the girls when they were itty bitty and like navigating breastfeeding and how hard it was. One hundred percent. And I feel like when I went back to work, I went through so much. I wouldn't say that I was depressed, but it was such an emotional journey going back to work after being with her for every single day for four months. And I was super fortunate where my husband had a paternity leave and we were able to stagger it. So that's amazing, by the way, that he had attorney leave because, like, awesome. nobody, I mean, not nobody, but, like, so many people don't get that. Like, Justin was so sad to go back to work. Like, he's still now, when she waves and blows him kisses and, like, tugs on him, he's like, oh, my gosh, you're killing me to leave now to go to work. Like, it's so, you know, it's so hard for them. So it's so nice that your hubby is getting to have that time with her. And it's so nice for Lizzie that she's getting that bonding time. Oh, 100%. It. I mean, I keep telling him, I'm like, you just have to stay this company until we have baby number two because you have to oh, be baby number two. <laughs> because I just, it really is so magical. They have such a stronger bond than they did, um, you know, before. Because I feel like little babies, they just like love their moms so much, especially with the breastfeeding. Of course, there's so much bonding. Everything. So, I, I mean, I am so super fortunate where he was able to stay home with her, but still transitioning to work after being home with her was so hard. And now that I have the opportunity to go part-time, I, again, feel super, super fortunate. But I think there's something empowering about being able to work um, and let your little girl see their mom, you know, working and kicking butt and taking names and, you know, podcasting and blogging yeah. and, and styling celebrities and all that good stuff. Um, but then, you know, it's just as important to be home with them. So I think we're both super fortunate that we are able to balance both of those worlds. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely um, a place to be grateful because it's like, there's some people who just don't have that. So it's so nice that you can find that balance in that way and everything. And the fact that you're able to go part-time and you have him and he's like, has paternity leave. Like, it's just like, that's so nice and magical for you guys. And like, so nice for Lizzie. So wait, so you just mentioned baby number two. So where's your head at? And isn't it crazy that you're talking about baby number two, but meanwhile, not so long ago, you were literally venting to me and going, I don't even know how I'm going to work. Like, this is just so hard. Like, I don't know how I'm going to sleep. And I was like, no. And it's like, <laughs> you're like oh, you too. <laughs> it's so funny because me and my husband keep saying like, we want to start trying. And Lizzie was up until midnight last night. She was actually up past midnight. So I oh my up gosh. Midnight. party girl. Yeah. I stayed up till midnight and then my husband was like, you go to bed, I'll take over because you got to go to work tomorrow. So he stayed up till two with her. And then this morning he's like, so we're trying for baby number two soon. <laughs> yeah, we still are. We're crazy. But, you know, I just feel like, um, you know, I'm 30, I'm going to be 32 and I want to have my babies close together. So time is of the essence. Totally get that. Listen, I mean, I told you like, you know, we've been kind of just having fun, seeing what the universe wants to bring. And and I said, Justin, I'm like, are we crazy that like we want to go for this again? And he's like, I don't know, but like we both really want it. And I'm like, I know, like it, it but it's like so crazy how you have like those, you know, like and forth, like, do I do this? Do I not do this? Like, I'm not sure. You know, it's like, and then you're like, well, it's already crazy now. How am I going to manage the next? But it, same with me. I'm going to be 34, so I'm a little bit older than you. I'll be 34 next month. And I'm like, I really want to be like done, you know, ideally by <laughs> 36. Like I want to be out right. of that kind of older window and everything. No, you know, no shade to their moms that do it, like all power to you, but I just don't personally. And so I'm kind of the same and I want them close. And so I'm like, okay, well she's already 14 months and I can't even believe it. And time is flying. So it's just like, you know, okay, well, better, you know, guess I'll just go for it and see what happens. So I love that you're also talking about it. It'd be pretty funny if we're pregnant again at the same time. Oh my God, I would love that. That would be amazing. I know because our first pregnancies, like that's kind of how we got really close. And we started like bonding and you were asking me some questions because I was a little bit ahead of you. And like, it was just like so fun. It was so funny how it worked out too, because I really leaned on you when I was pregnant. And then um, I was actually, you're like one of the few people I was actually texting when I was at the hospital with Lizzie because they're really pushing me for a C-section. I ended up having a C-section. And you had recently had a C-section. I was just yeah. like, oh my gosh, what do you do? You know, because you just get so stuck in your way. Like everything's going to be natural and perfect. And then, Oh, it's so hard because so birth is like, <laughs> birth is just so not what you think it's going to be. And it's like basically prepares you for motherhood because motherhood is nothing what you think it's going to be. And it's like when you're in the moment and you just like want all these things and in your mind, you're like, I want that box checked. I want this checked it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I was actually, I told Justin, I was like, oh my God, Erica, reach out to me. And like, my heart is breaking for her because I know how she feels because I was just in a very similar position. And like, that's why I was trying to be there for you. Because for me, when I was going through it, of course, like I had my doula and my midwife and my husband and like all those amazing people around me. But for me, I didn't feel like I had a similar experience I could lean on. So I was like, grateful that you reached out to me and I was able to kind of be there for you when you were kind of in the end of it all before Lizzie was born. Yeah, it's just super scary when you, you know, when you're in the zone, you're like, okay, let's do this. And, you know, doctors want to do different things than you have in mind. And oh, to have somebody else who's been through that, 
is so reassuring. And yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's just motherhood. It's like, you just need to let go what you think is going to happen. Right. And yeah. Let go and let God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I know it's like whatever you believe in God, the universe, whatever. Like, it's like, just let it happen because same with me. I like things that I actually attributed to a lot of my postpartum depression because I was so locked on like what it was going to be and everything that happened and then everything was like shattered and taken away from me. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And you were one of the first people I confided in when I went through my postpartum depression. I was telling you like every day when you check on me, like how I was feeling and I was in a really bad space. And you know, you were really great about just like being there for me and talking me through it and you know, not being judgmental and everything else. And you know, I never in my wildest dreams expected to go through postpartum depression. So it was just so wild for me. So it's like, you know, all of this is just, it's crazy. And like everything gets so intense so quickly and there's so many emotions and you're just like, oh my gosh, how do I navigate this all? And it's just like, you know, it's just, that's being a mom, right? It's just all of that is just all encompassed into one. Totally. And I feel like I really, you don't get it until you're a mom, you know, you love them. Oh no, you don't get it at all. <laughs> so much you just love them and you would do anything for them but at the same time you could simultaneously feel awful and like you want to scream and you want to cry and um I mean that's how I felt last night when I'm like trying to get Lizzie to bed I'm like I love you so much but you need to go to bed like yeah you're like girlfriend I adore you but like I need you to sleep (laughs) yeah and then meanwhile so that's your night last night and then to put it in perspective so my night last night was I went and got my nails done went and got pho soup had a drink like relaxed stayed out, called Justin and was like, should I come home? Like, it's time to put her to bed, you know, and I'm still obviously breastfeeding. And he was like, let's just see how she does. Like, you know, she's not obviously nursing the way she used to. Like, let me put her down. If it's really bad, I'll call you. So I don't hear from him. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I text him and I'm like, hey, he's like, everything's good. You know, you do you. And I'm like, okay. So then I get home and I check the monitor and she's like asleep and everything's good. And I'm like all emotional, like crying. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I know I should be happy that she's fine, but like, I'm upset now that like, she's fine. And he's like, it's okay. You know, and it's like, he looks at me like I'm freaking crazy. <laughs> but I'm like, I didn't expect last night for her to be fine, not nursing, you know? And it's like, right. it's so crazy. Like the, the, the emotions and the constant back and forth. Like meanwhile, for the last two months, I've been venting to Justin nonstop about how exhausted I am. I just want my nights back. I just want to be able to stay out if I want to. And meanwhile, last night, that's what I got. And I was a mess. Like, <laughs> I, I, that totally resonates with me. Lizzie had just started like playing by herself and not needing me to entertain her 24 mm-hmm. seven. And the other day I seriously got emotional about it. I was like, she doesn't need me. And Brian's like, Aww. relax. It's not a big deal. Like she's just playing with her toys. And I'm like, but she doesn't need me anymore to like entertain her. Like she can just sit there and do it herself. And right. It's so, it's so awful. You're like, why don't you need me? That's what I felt last night too. I was like, why didn't she need to go back? He's like, this is good. He's like, this means you can get your nights back. This means like, you know, like you can have some normalcy again in the evening. If you need to stay out for a project, you can. And I'm like, I know, but, and he's like, it's okay. You know, he's like, and you weren't, you know, and he's trying to reassure me. He's like, you weren't here. Like if she had seen you, probably been a different story. Like, but because you weren't here and like, she knows I can't give her the boob. Like she didn't look for anything. She didn't even look for a bottle. She had more water. Like she's drinking a ton of water now. And I was like, I know, I know this is a good thing, but like, I'm not ready. I realize it's funny. Like how we were talking about how hard breastfeeding is, but like, I realize that like, I'm not ready to fully stop nursing yet. Like I'm just not mentally, emotionally, I'm not ready to like, be done with the bonding. And so it's like, for me, I'm like kind of in this slippery slope where I'm like, okay, well I want 
to have my nights back, but then like, do I take that feeding and then just still leave the morning and like lunch or do I just leave one feeding? Like I have no idea what to do. And I, my emotions are like running high, like unbelievably. I can't even imagine. I keep telling Brian that I hope Elizabeth just kind of weans on her own because I don't want to have to do it. Like I, I know, don't want right? to have to her, Thank like, you. I feel the same way. And so last night in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, good. She went to bed without it. But then this morning when Justin went to get her in the morning, when she woke up and she was like immediately like on the boob and was like ready to go and was so happy to see me. And I was like so happy to have her like nursing. But then in my head, I'm like, okay, so she was fine last night because I wasn't here or, or like, be, like, because she was fine just because she was fine. Like, I have no idea. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I navigate this? And like, I have a Vegas segment, you know, I do my monthly segments on Monday. And I'm like, well, do I pump or do I not even bother pumping? Because I have a little bit of milk in the fridge. She's not drinking all that much. Like, do I even bother or do I just leave it? Like, I don't even know what to do. I am so confused. Like, I just have no idea what to do. I'm like so confused. I think we got cut off for a second. Did you hear me? Can you hear me? Erica? You there? Oh. Are you there? I think you're muted. Hold on. Sorry. Technical difficulties. One second. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, now I can hear you. Sorry. I think because stupid Zoom, because like Zoom only lets you do like a, like an hour if you put that's what the meeting is. And I guess we went over it. So it like kicked you out, my bad. Um, Did you hear? So what did you last hear me say? Um, I don't even remember now. I know, remembering the well. So we were saying the breastfeeding, and then um, what I was saying about did you hear me say that about how um I have to go to Vegas on Monday? Oh no no no! I did not hear that part. Okay, so I have to go. Okay, so picking it back up. So I have to go to Vegas on Monday for like my TV segments that you know I do monthly, and I'm like sitting here going, well, do I pump this weekend? Like, do I even bother because like. She doesn't take as much milk now and I already have a little bit out in the fridge. Like, do I just let her have that and call it a day? Or like, do I still pump so she has some extra? Like, I am like clueless of like what to do. And I'm also like emotional. Like, will she be fine all, all day now because she was fine last night? Like, it's just so crazy, man. The roller coaster, your emotions go up and down. It really is. And I was definitely from the camp of I'm only going to breastfeed for one year and that's it. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Isn't that wild? That's that's how I was. My mom, my mom, like I love her. I know she listens to this podcast, but hi mom. But like my mom said to me, she's like, you know, you can wean her. Like you can be done. Like, you know, like it's fine. I'm like, mom, but I'm, but I'm not ready. And like, she still loves the boobs. So like, it's all good. My mom's like, I know, but it's fine. And it's like, I get it. I know the place where she's coming from is like love and support and everything, but it's like, I'm not ready. Like I said to Justin, I'm like, I told myself I was going to go a year. Actually, I told myself I was going to go six months. And then all of a sudden I was like, no, you know what? I'll go a year because it's getting easier and it's getting better. And now I'm like, oh, well maybe I'll go 16 months. I'm like, I have no idea. Like some days I'm like, I want to be done. I'll have my nights back. And other days I'm like, I'm not ready for you to grow up. I'd rather keep breastfeeding. 
Totally. I have the same issue. I would love to have my nights back, but then the thought of just stopping breastfeeding, like literally breaks my heart. Right. Isn't it? It's so wild. Like, it really is. So, and I, and I, know did not get it. I know you have to go soon. So what like, would you say are some like tips or just little like, you know, gems that you could leave other moms with that like you wish another mom told you when you were a brand new mom? That's a good one. Um, So, okay, I'll leave you with three tips. The first one would be have a plan. Have a plan to incorporate some type of view time um, during your week. So whether that means on Saturday mornings. um, So me and my husband actually do that. Saturday mornings are um, my mornings and Sunday mornings are his. So if I want to run off and get my nails done, get a massage, you know, just go to the park and read whatever I want to do. That time is for me. If he wants to go golfing, he knows he can go first thing in the morning and he, you know, needs to be in, needs to be back by like noon or one o'clock, whatever it may be. Um, but like have a plan because if you're home with the baby all day, all week, you're going to drive, you're, you're just going to be cooped up inside and going to drive yourself crazy. And it, oh yeah. Bears on you. <laughs> so like you need to like make time and space for yourself um, and having a plan and working it out with your partner is so imperative. Um, I love that. That's a really, that's a really good idea. I'm going to try. I mean, Justin, I have a little bit of that, but I'm going to try to do more of that. Okay. Tip two. Tip two would be, um, don't worry about your postpartum body. Like it's, uh, it's preach, preach. <laughs> I used to cry so much. Like up, I would say like up until four months, I cried all the time. I was like, I can't believe this is my body. Now I had so much extra skin. I literally would get in the shower and just cry. And now here I am at eight months postpartum and I'm far from being where I want to be, but my body and skin have come such a long way that I never would have imagined it, um, that it would come this far. So, I mean, just go easy on yourself. Don't worry about losing weight, eat healthy, yes. go for a like, walk. Hence like, my episode, book the bounce track. Like, thank you so much for saying that because so many moms, need to hear that. Like it is so important to like give yourself that grace and to like appreciate your body and say this body like carried my amazing, beautiful child and like did wonders for me and allowed me to be a mom and like look at yourself and know, like you just said, like you're only eight months out. I'm only 14 months out. Like I have to yell at myself constantly. Even now I'll look down and I'll be like, well, it looks better today, but I still got this part of my skin. Like it's crazy how we go back in our minds and like hate on our bodies because they're not what they were before the baby. And they're not supposed to be like, I'm so sick of people saying, well, I finally have it back to what it was before the baby. And in my head, no shame, but in my head, I'm kind of like, really? Because that's almost not healthy. Like your body should be a new body, a new form of you because you had a freaking baby. Totally. And I hate when people say, um, you know, I want to get my body back. And it's like, you never lost it. Your body, right. you know, just transformed to do what it has yes. to, you know, make and home your baby. So um, definitely just like, don't be a big critic of yourself. Just, you know, stay in that positive mindset as much as you can. Yes. I love that. And then my third tip would be, um, you know, definitely 
seek out other moms that, you know, maybe mom groups that, um, you know, make yourself a community. I feel like that is the best way to, um, you know, stay seen. There's so many times that I'll like randomly text you at like 11 o'clock at night (laughs) and I'm like, what do you think about this? Or, you know, I have other friends who have babies and I'm like, please tell me you're going through this too. Um, and it's funny how quickly you'll connect with other moms and they'll open up to you and you won't feel so alone. And as cliche as that sounds, I promise, like making yourself a community is just going to make you a better mom. Oh, I mean, it's so important. And I love that you said that because it's so true. Like you don't realize how much you need to hear it's normal. Yes, I'm going through that too. Yes, I feel like that. Or no, I'm not going through that, but I'm going through this. And you realize like everyone has such similar experiences and everyone's journeys are so different, but yet so similar. And you just don't feel like you said alone. And I appreciate that you said you don't feel alone because let's be real with me. Like, and I told you this, I felt alone for months, even though I wasn't alone. I just was shutting things out and I wasn't handling things right for me. And it made me feel alone. And when I finally started to really open up to my mom tribes and force myself to go out to different mom events and different things and join different communities, it has been a game changer. So I love that you shared that gem because that is so important for a mom to be or new mamas or even seasoned moms who maybe just, you know, aren't feeling like themselves or whatever's going on. Absolutely. I love well, that. Well, thank you, Erica. You've been amazing. And will you just, um, of course, you know, I'll put this in the show notes, but just plug your blog, plug your podcast, plug everything, um, you know, where we can find you and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at bring your own kombucha. My website is also bring your own kombucha.com. And my book is called blog B L A W G and on Amazon. Awesome. And of course, really quick, cause I know you do this on your podcast. I'm going to do it to you. Uh, what is your current for current favorite flavor of kombucha? Ooh, I love that you're asking me this now. <laughs> um, I would say cherry berry by healthy. Ooh, I love it. I, I do like that flavor. I have to tell you the reason I asked you that besides the fact that you're like the kombucha queen and you got me into kombucha, but it's also because kombucha to me now is like the new mom wine. If I don't feel like having wine. So I love oh it. Oh my God. 100%. <laughs> I love it. Like, well, thank you so much, Erica, for being here. Like and until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Strip Down with Allie Levine. If you want to continue the conversation with us, head on over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also see what she's up to at www.allylevine.com. Until next time, cheers. <laughs>